0: The second presidential debate, it might be a bit quieter than the first as the Presidential Debate Commission announces that microphones will be muted during the next debate. Where is the fun in that? (laughs) And new documents show what appears to be Hunter Biden's signature on the computer repair bill. At 50 Cent, he says he is voting for Trump after seeing Biden's tax plan. We've got that and much more coming up, and it starts right now. welcome to the news and why it matters i'm hillary kennedy filling in for sarah gonzalez and that's hillary with one l very important to note and i'm here today
1: (laughs) with glenn like the flying monkey hillary (laughs) that's exactly right i have to point that out okay
0: Um, and then i'm here with glenn with two n's yes mr glenn beck the host of the glenn beck program and rob eno our Blaze TV media
2: critic. Happy to be here with a Hillary that does not force people to commit suicide. Rape, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I, I'm I'm glad that <laughs> I've or been pay for health care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, so like I mentioned at the top of the show, the next presidential debate, it's going to have some changes, and some people are happy about it, and the Trump camp not so much. Uh, the Commission on Presidential Debates they announced that it is changing the rules and cutting the microphone of each candidate when their opponent has the floor. The trump campaign of course they responded immediately and they of course think that it isn't fair they are saying that to enforce the agreed upon rule the only candidate whose microphone will be open during the two minute period is the candidate who has the floor and then for the balance of each segment which is by design intended to be dedicated to open discussion both candidates microphones will be open so The Trump camp said President Trump is committed to debating Joe Biden, regardless of last minute rule changes from the biased commission in their latest attempt to provide advantage to their favored candidate. How do you think that's going to change things? So
1: I I think if I think it actually works to Donald Trump's advantage, Uh, he looked bad when he was constantly interrupting. And I think and I've talked to people, um, you know, in and around the White House that said he was angry. Um, And he had every right to be angry. I mean, everything that was asked of him was like, how come you? And what's your favorite milkshake, Joe? (laughs) Um, And and lies were being spouted. And so I think it works to his advantage. The president has to make a great appearance on Thursday. This is really his last moment to really move the polls. And if he looks angry uh, or anything, I mean, I mean, he should really answer the questions in a sentence. You know, hey, what are, what are you doing in it? Well, we're making peace in the Middle East, but I wanna ask Joe Biden this, and then go and start asking him questions uh, and turn the tables because they're never gonna ask Joe Biden hard questions. If he does it with a smile on his face and like Ronald Reagan, this happy warrior, because that's really who he is when he's around people who like him. He's happy. If he can do that, he can make a big impact.
2: Yeah, if he if he acts like he did in the town hall last week with Savannah Guthrie, who was debating him, I mean, worse than I think Chris Wallace was, if he does that. I think that that he'll be fine, and I'm just wondering you know that this by the time the debate happens on Thursday we're at what like thirty million or forty million people have already voted mm-hmm. something like a quarter of the electorate mm-hmm. has already voted by today mm-hmm. um, if if the turnout numbers are the same as 2016, even if he has that good, Performance, will it change anybody's mind? I mean, are the people that are already voting like like me, I I went and early voted the first day I could because I wanted to get out of the way because, you know, we work here, we'll be here election night. We'll be doing all that stuff. So I want to get out of the way. Um, But I was pretty committed. I mean, I was going to nothing was really going to change my vote. And it's weird. Are those the people that have already voted? I think so. You you think there's still some undecided people left?
1: Yeah, I do. (laughs) I mean, it's small, but I think there are undecideds. That are are left those there are those that are um you know in the suburbs especially females that really i think have a hard time pulling a lever for donald trump because he's so loud and, and seemingly angry and if he just listened casually to the news he's out of control but she probably feels a little uncomfortable with my eight-year-old could say i he can have a sex change and I can't say no to that. Uh, I mean, it, it, there's got to be some real conflicts in some people that is causing them, I think, either to stay home or to vote late and just hope that the skies open up for them.
0: Well, I think something that uh, Trump's camp is upset about, too, his campaign manager, Bill Steppi, he sent a scathing letter to the Commission on Presidential Debates for not including foreign policy as a <laughs> debate topic. Um See, I wonder why. Well, exactly. Yeah. Right. Perfect timing when yeah. Joe Biden is having to, needs to answer these questions about his son Hunter and his involvement. But traditionally, this third debate is where they talk about foreign policy. So he... He basically just said in his letter, as a longstanding custom and had been promised by the Commission on Presidential Debates, we had expected that foreign policy would be the central focus of the October 22nd debate. We urge you to recalibrate the topics and return to the subjects which had already been confirmed. So
1: the reason why they don't want it is not just because of Joe Biden. That is a that is a big part of it. But also his success in the Middle East, his success with making NATO pay, his success with winding down the wars, his success really all around the world. I mean, if you if you read people um, and why they're like uh, Donald Trump, I was shocked at how many people say because he's the first president that hasn't gotten us into another war. And and it's true. If you look back, the last four presidents, it's kind of true.
2: I think the only one of my lifetime, born in 1973, the only president of my lifetime that has not gotten us into a war is Jimmy Carter. I mean, a war happened to him where they took the hostages hostage and he tried to go rescue them, but he didn't actively start a war. I think he is the first. Right. I think he is the first. I mean, Ronald Reagan had Beirut, had um, the Isle of Granada. George Bush had the the Persian Gulf War, had Mm -hmm. Panama. You know, he started foreign... adventures. And, and I think it's really interesting to watch my lefty friends from the early 2000s who hate Donald Trump with all of their power. But he's the guy that's bringing the troops home. He's the guy that hasn't started a war. He's the guy that hasn't had a very muscular foreign policy. I mean, he said his foreign policy is a very American centric. It's, it's not an isolationist foreign policy, but it's almost like we were for the first 150 years of our existence as a country, where it was, you know, we're we're gonna do America first, we're gonna take care of our things, we're not gonna be the world's policeman. You know, the left always says, well, how come you can't have health care? How come we can't do what they do in Europe? It's because we're paying for their bills. Yeah. We're paying for their defense so they can afford to do that, which is why the NATO thing was so important. It's an
1: amazing thing. If you go back to 1965 or 68 with the great society, okay? and you total up what we've spent for the great society welfare all of this stuff it turns out to be about a uh, 20 trillion dollars where's our debt it's about 20 trillion dollars because we have spent it on war and the great society you can't do both you just can't well Europe and the rest of the world they don't have to China does Russia does, and it put them under. and It's going to put us under if somebody else doesn't step to the plate and start paying their fair share. And I have to tell you, I did not like his aggressiveness with NATO and our allies, but I have to tell you, I do now, because it worked. It worked. It's negotiation. It's the whole thing that Trump said at the last debate
2: about the COVID response, right? Where Savannah Guthrie was like, but you said you weren't going to... You weren't going to even talk about it before, you know, until the election was over. And it's supposed like, have you ever heard what negotiation is? You need to be able to walk away mm-hmm. to get what you want. Like when you go to buy a car, you got to be able to walk away to get the best deal. It's the same thing with this. And he is a master negotiator.
1: He is. He is. That's his strongest suit. And I think that's what he's played all the way around. And it's why he can say some outrageous things. And then the next minute, just be fine because he's playing chess. He is really playing chess in a checkers sort of way or you know with a with a beer can on the side of the chessboard, <laughs> but he is playing chess. And if you watch him, it's it's easy to see the others don't know is he bluffing or not bluffing? He's a great card player.
2: And the other thing with with this with the foreign policy thing, one last thing is this is not new for him. One of the things i did at conservative review was during the primary process in 2016 i basically knew when these candidates went to like you know the bathroom Mm -hmm. like that that was my job it was Mm -hmm. to do full complete profiles on all these candidates donald trump said the exact same things he says about foreign wars he says about the economy Mm -hmm. he says about nato he said those exact same things in 1988 Mm in 1990 Mm -hmm. he's been saying those for 30 years
1: he is very much like ronald reagan ronald reagan was saying the same things in 68 that he was saying in 78 and 88 and reagan said at one point that people like him people who are leaders said they they're always out of step before and after and then time just kind of and it locks in and they have that moment where that's that's their time. Mm-hmm. But they've been the same the whole time. Everybody else tries to figure out what to do. Be who you are. Speak the truth and time will catch up with you at some point and your moment will happen.
0: It'll be interesting to see if when he does ask Biden about the Hunter Biden scandal, if they mute his mic or what happens.
1: Well, they absolutely
2: will. That, 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 that's when they're not if, not
1: if it's a discussion.
2: In the discussion part, probably not, yeah. Right.
1: I mean, yeah. if he's, oh. you know, I think it's fine. Mute, mute mute him, mute Joe. Just make sure it's equal. Both. right? It's equal. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, I mean, in that two minutes, that's fine. Everybody wants to hear the two minute answer. Now let's let's hear the debate.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, so there's a lot of upheaval about ballots and about ballots being accepted late, um, people voting by mail, all of that. Well, yesterday, Chief Justice John Roberts, he joined three liberal justices on the Supreme Court to deny. Stop,
1: stop, stop. Please, can we rephrase this? We have to stop saying he joined the liberals. It's news (laughs) when he joins the conservatives. Right. He is turning out to be one of the worst justices of my lifetime. Not because he's liberal. Lots of them have turned liberal. This guy is a, po- is a politician. This guy plays what angles he needs to play for whatever purpose, I don't know what.
2: what whatever reason. I mean, yeah. some, and, and, and there's you know, conspiracy theorists, whatever. There's people that think that somebody has something on them. I don't no, know if that's I true. Know. I don't know if that's true, but I mean, he's not the person that he was
1: no in the in the hearings and you could make a case something happened to his to him on obamacare right but this is just i think who he is he's just a political animal and not the kind of guy you can't pin him i could pin you know you you could pin ginsburg Mm -hmm. because she believes in something consistently he doesn't
0: right can't that's why a lot of people were upset They can't predict. Uh, The Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled in the Democrats favor last month on a number of mail voting rules, permitting voters to turn ballots via in via Dropbox. In addition to using the Postal Service, allowing ballots to be returned up to three days after the election.
1: It's Craziness.
0: Blocking a Republican effort to allow partisan poll watchers to be stationed in counties where they don't live. There was so much drama about the hanging chads back in the, the Bush Gore days. Can you imagine the amount of issues that are going to come up?
1: Here's the scary with these thing: these mail-in ballots. The scary thing is, I talked to the Republicans and the Republican Party. What's your strategy for election night and beyond? What do you mean? What's your legal strategy? Because they've got one that goes into January. What's your legal strategy? They really don't have a plan. At least they didn't two weeks ago. Didn't have a plan. Don't have the money. I mean, they are in deep, deep trouble.
0: I agree. Well, we've got to go to break when we come back. uh, We're going to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop situation because it does seem that the alleged signature on the repair shop bill is his. All right, but first we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. You know, innocent people—they're falling victim to crime, intimidation, and forced to fend for themselves because Democrats and the left—they're successfully defunding the police. So when the government can't or won't protect your family, self-defense—I mean, it's the only option. But most of us don't have time to consistently train. Plus, as you see, in ammo, it's really expensive. Really expensive. Yeah, it's just gotten out of hand. So that's why iTarget Pro was invented. Using their proprietary app and their laser bullet, you can now train safely in the convenience of your own home and with your actual firearm. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223 and 556 You can stay sharp with almost any firearm. And today you can get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code NEWS. Now, this is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in just a few days of practice. That's the letter I, targetpro.com iTargetPro.com offer code NEWS. We'll be back in a minute. (music) Documents obtained by Fox News. They appear to show that Hunter Biden put his signature on a bill of service from the Delaware computer repair shop where he allegedly dropped off three MacBook laptops last year and then never returned to retrieve them. Now, additional documents obtained by Fox News also appear to show communication between the FBI and the computer repair shop owner, John Paul Mac Isaac. They noted that they have not verified that the signature is Biden's, but the report also includes a proof of service document with attached serial numbers for the laptop and the hard drive. Uh, They show the report includes an FBI receipt of property document with Mac Isaac's name on it and a subpoena for Mac Isaac to testify before a grand jury. So Mm. these documents, if they are genuine, it does kind of throw some cold water on that theory that this is a a Russian disinformation campaign.
1: Well, first of all, the DNI, the director of national intelligence, the guy who is the the funnel point of all of our intelligence said that's not true. No one has brought that up none of that is true and we've never told anyone in congress that um so stop with the russian thing i don't know if this is hunter biden's signature i don't know how and and that's fine i just want to know are the documents real and if it's gone to a grand jury that shows you because they've had this since december that shows you that they've done their due diligence enough to say we think this is real where it came from i don't know but we think these documents are real well
0: so that to me that's the biggest question why would you drop off a laptop sign for it he's out of and then just not pick it up especially if it's got that sort of sensitive he, information he on it. he probably
2: doesn't remember what it's on he probably doesn't remember that he that he that he sent it he's out of i mean he's i don't want to pick on dr- i don't want to pick on drug addicts the man is a drug addict he is yeah. blown through he said that he's broke after making, you know, after getting a deal worth $1.5 billion with the Chinese government.
1: I don't believe he's broke, but. Yeah,
2: yeah, but, but no, no, but he says he's broke. But yeah, he's go, yeah. he goes through money, he's he's out of control. It's, 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 yeah.
1: It is it's like an alcoholic to do something like that. He dropped it in water. I just stopped by his place and put it in there. And then he doesn't remember that it's there. He gets busy and then he forgets. I I don't know, but it does sound like an alcoholic thing to do. Um, But what's really telling is the Biden campaign has not denied that this is the documents are real or that this is not Hunter Biden's. They have not said this is not Hunter. In fact, the Biden attorneys uh, uh, have tried to negotiate to get it back.
2: And so. <laughs> wow. and when they sent somebody on Fox News to talk about it, it was a complete train wreck for the Biden campaign. You guys might have talked about it yesterday, but the, the, the lady that they had on, when asked, are they real? Well, it's not really, are they real? It's about the use of them to change the subject and not focus what's real for the American people. She kept going. And my favorite part of that whole thing was, well, you had somebody on here that compared the communist Chinese to the Nazis. And the reporter goes, well, you know, the Chinese communi- communists have, um,
1: they, 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 they have camps. concentration
2: camps. Yeah. They, they, it's like, it's <laughs> they like of course poli- they are. Poli- I, poli- are. Poli- I mean, yes. the, communi- the communists have killed more people than the Nazis
1: ever killed. Yeah. I mean, it's not a game. And China yeah. has killed more dissidents than any other country in the history of the world. So
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, but that shows you their mindset that they don't think communist China is as bad. As the Nazis. So I'm wondering,
1: I'm wondering how this works out, because and and I don't assume that there's anyone honest anymore in the media, not a single person. But, you know, at some point they're having a conversation, even if they're just in the bar afterwards at night going, geez, man, how much more can we possibly carry? Now we've got this. You not only have the laptop in a separate a completely separate story. Uh, uh, Hunter Biden's partner at the at the firm, who is now in jail, um, is said to, called Peter Schweizer, who is just a fantastic reporter. Did stuff for CBS sixty Minutes. He called him and said, "I want to give you access to my Gmail account." So we're not, we're not talking about, is this document real? They're pulling him directly off of the server. And it is showing massive corruption because his two partners, Devon Archer, is waiting to be sentenced and his other partner is already in jail. And, and Hunter just gets away with it and they're pissed.
2: Well, and, and his other partner was John Kerry's son-in-law and his other partner was Whitey Bulger's nephew. Shut up. Really? No, yes. <laughs> Billy Bulger's kid was Whoa. one of the partners in these things, which is like the part that the media and even us, I guess, are completely ignoring. You know, you, you, you have a family that's known for using their political connections. Like, like, who was the real head of that crime family? Was it Whitey Bulger or was it Billy Bulger? And was Whitey just earning for Billy? I mean, who knows, right? Howie Carr, who um, Boston radio mm-hmm. talk show that's host. great. Um, he is one of the foremost guys that knows about the New England organized crime scene, Mm -hmm. right? And in his column this past weekend, he flat out called Hunter Joe Zerner. He said in mob parlance, Hunter's an earner. Hunter went out, and if you look at it, you know, Hunter was sunny, the hothead, Mm -hmm. was never supposed to go up to the, you know, Mm -hmm. was never supposed to get really in charge of it. And Bo... Was pretty much Michael, you know, the the Mm -hmm. even keeled guy, and Mm -hmm. you know, the different one in this situation is no longer with us. Well,
0: what's so interesting is, you know, no one's really asking Joe Biden about anything, but they are asking Donald Trump about it. And here's what he had to say about uh, Joe Biden being a criminal.
2: The campaign strategy seems to be to call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught read his laptop and you know who's a criminal you're a criminal for not reporting I think it that's you are Salter. a criminal for not that reporting it sounds it. Just like him. let me tell you something joe biden is a criminal and he's been a criminal for a long time and you're he a criminal in the, and the media like for not that. reporting it good luck everybody have a good time no that would have blown up on twitter if that was brian because yeah. he would have whined about it
1: uh, it yeah, would, have would have just been it would <laughs> have been he would have, like but it oh, sure sounded like yeah. it yeah it did sound like um him. you know i i don't I don't like this talk, and I think it makes most Americans uncomfortable. But uh, in 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 a way, constitutionally speaking, and I'm not talking about treason, and I'm not talking about actual go to jail stuff. But in a way, they are betraying the Constitution and their their um, their role that each of us have a role to play. They are intentionally violating. Uh, the role that they play in the keeping the flame of America burning
2: emoluments emoluments I mean that's all we've heard right is emoluments 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 Joan Venaki at the Boston Globe today actually wrote a piece that said the reason that the Trump campaign is focused on this is because of Ivanka's trademarks oh I know like like, Ivanka got 41 trademarks or whatever she got on her name and her clothing and somehow that's the same as going into business with the Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese Central Bank in a 1.5 billion dollar private equity fund.
1: Right. Like somehow and, that's the exact same thing. And representing and being a partner in the firm that the FBI was investigating and convicted for stealing nuclear secrets. I mean, no, no, he he got out <laughs> of the firm when that happened. Just like you know, no. he, he was he was
2: part <laughs> of Rosemont Seneca Partners, but uh, you know, he wasn't. He's not there anymore. So. They didn't, you know, the Russians didn't give the money to him. They gave it to Rosemont Seneca Partners. Uh. And, you know, to say that he was a founder of that is really misinformation. That's
1: crazy.
0: (laughs) Well, hopefully we haven't heard the last of this because new things just keep coming out every day. So hopefully we'll have more tomorrow. But when we come back, we've got to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about 50 Cent. Because he's making a lot of people really mad, but uh, he's making, making, me happy. making a, a lot of us really happy. All right. Firstly, what I think our sponsor keeps. Uh, have you noticed that your hair, it isn't looking as full as it used to? Yeah, losing your hair, it is no fun. So let's talk about your options. You can go to your doctor for a hair loss treatment prescription, and then you can visit the pharmacy and try not to go broke just to avoid going bald. Or you could try Keeps from the comfort of your lazy boy. You'll get the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but Keeps offers the generic versions for about half the cost. And one more thing that you'll love about Keeps is that it's all online. You just have to answer a few questions, you snap a few pics of your hair, and a licensed doctor will review your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, and then it's shipped directly to your door. So why make those unnecessary trips to the doctor and the drugstore when you can just do it all from home? So let's get you started with a special deal. Go to keeps.com/y for 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatments. That's keeps.com/y. Keeps.com/y. We'll be back in a minute. Rapper 50 Cent, he shocked and surprised a lot of people when he just endorsed President Trump. Let me tell you why. He published an Instagram post yesterday uh, screenshotting an analysis of Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden's tax plan. And he said, what the, and I won't say the word, vote for Trump. I'm out. He said, I don't care. Trump doesn't like black people. 62% are you out of your expletive mind. So CNBC, they put out their report on Biden's tax plan, and it outlined the following. And this is what uh, 50 Cent, his real name is Curtis James Jackson. This is what he found so offensive about Biden's plan. In California, New Jersey, and New York City, taxpayers earning more than $400,000 a year could face combined state and local statutory income tax rates of more than 60%.
1: Oh, easy. When I lived in New York City, I was paying 55% between state and federal and uh, and city tax i was paying 55 percent what exactly have those governments done for me that they're earning more than i am it's It's crazy it is crazy if you're in california it will easy be 60 60 to 70 percent. and
2: then they want to tax you on leaving oh i know that's it they want to tax you on like in order to leave the state of california they want to say oh you got to give us like 20 mil and then we'll let you and then we won't it's, we won't go what's after an you. amazing
1: thing about that is not too many people know this um, i saw an article in the wall street journal this is 2006 and i um, my radar went up and i was like we're in trouble i think it was charlie wrangle who passed a bill in congress and it was passed that if you decide to give up your u.s citizenship you have to pay, I think it's 50% of what you have to take it out of the country. It's some ungodly yeah. deal. And I thought, the only people that do that are people that know trouble is coming and you're going to have to trap the wealth in the country. That's what California is doing. Trap the wealth.
0: Gosh, I... Do you think that this is another sign that celebrities are starting to wake up if they actually do their research? Because I think a lot of people were surprised that he was endorsing President Trump. But, I mean, he's come out and said, like, listen, I'm just looking at the math like this affects my livelihood. I'm going to vote for the person that helps me, helps my family situation.
2: If it if it mattered to them, um, production companies would leave California. They did. Flor- they did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, some of them, did, but, mm-hmm. you know, Miami would be the new Hollywood mm-hmm. if it really mattered to them that that that's where movies. Would you're begin. sitting, you're in sitting in
1: Paramount at Studios, Studios of Texas.
2: Right. And so that would happen. The other thing is musicians, I think, are different than than actors. Right. Because most of the musicians that I know, the session guys, the guys that that came up playing in clubs, they all had 1099s. They all had. To do their taxes every year they all had to write quarterly checks they understand it and in most of the musicians that i know not the famous people but most of like the rank and file musicians that i know and some that have you know worked on albums and stuff they're pretty conservative and, and and have been for a long time because they understand it and i think that that's where you know someone like Fiddy's coming from my, my favorite joke about all of this was Fiddy didn't want to be 20. <laughs> um, and that's, that's why he uh, you know, came out and did it. But, it. but it goes to a larger point. Um, I talked to an African-American friend of mine who, who runs a podcast network, and he said that black males under 50 are walking away. He didn't use that terminology. But they're sick and tired of the Democratic Party telling using them they're going to do stuff for them mm-hmm. and using them. And they've realized that they're using them. You know, that ad that Donald Trump started about two weeks ago Where he played Joe Biden's words, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Mm -hmm. It's a racial jungle. And he did. That is getting into them. There was a 538, it's Nate Silver's website, um, one of the biggest polling geniuses Mm -hmm. um, in the country. He ran it on. There's an article at 538 right now that's talking about how real it is that African American males and Latinos are gravitating towards Trump. And where Trump's real problem is, is with suburban white women and suburban white males coming off the reservation. This will be the the first time, I mean, Donald Trump is going to get more of the minority vote than any Republican in my lifetime, but he's still having a hard time because white suburban women are moving away from it. It's it's fascinating to see the demographic shift, and if he can follow through, if he wins a second term on the stuff that he promised Ice Cube and those sorts of things, it, it, it could be a reset that we've never seen
1: yeah a, a reset is what we're going to see one way or another yeah. we will either see a political reset or we will see a national reset depends on who wins
0: i'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about cnn host brian stalter he <laughs> seemed to suggest that perhaps his network's regular legal analyst jeffrey Tubin, was unfairly sidelined after the new yorker suspended him for reportedly. Touching himself on a company Zoom call. So in a tweet Monday, uh, Stelter, he characterized his undoing as a deeply unfortunate circumstance. So he said Jeffrey Tubin has been sidelined at a pivotal moment in the run up to the presidential election. Mm. The reason he exposed himself during a Zoom call with New Yorker colleagues and what he says was an accident. Now, Tubin said he believed the video oh camera God. was off at the time of the incident. He he did say, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologized to my wife, my family, my friends, my coworkers. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on
2: the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had 14. muted the Zoom video. <laughs> he so. knew that the Zoom call was still going on. I just want everybody to know my hands are on the table.
1: while we're we're taping this. He he not only knew what was going on, he was supposed to be working with females, and none of the females found that to be, I don't know, kind of a Me Too moment. Mm -hmm. Nobody thought that that was offensive enough. Brian Stelter, this is incredible. Imagine anyone on the right exposing themselves and playing with themselves on a Zoom meeting... And saying, I didn't know that that was on. Can you imagine? I mean, I don't know how the guy actually even appears in public anymore. That, that I can't think of anything more humiliating than that, especially a guy who's been lecturing us on the morals of the right and the left. It, it, Brian Stelter
2: is just a caricature of Brian Stelter. I mean, at this point, right? The, the man has played psychoanalyst on Donald Trump for the past four years, like, like like he's the Lucy psychiatrist with mm-hmm. the five cent thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's who he is. He, anything very minute and small that he does, that, that anybody on the right does, he magnifies into the, something that's going to bring down the republic, right? His own co-worker became the master of his own domain, <laughs> sitting... In his living room, thinking that oh wait a second I'm gonna turn my camera like this and they don't see me. Was he still like talking on the call and participating in the call? No, he was doing I more. I mean, does he I, know
1: what a post-it note is? Yeah, he. I think he was more moaning on the call. <laughs> um, but, uh,
0: well, I thought what was so interesting. Are your windows flapping?
1: your When yeah. your name when your name becomes a verb. You know, I'm right. tubing. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a problem. Right? Tubin'. <laughs> well,
0: the responses on Twitter, I thought, were really interesting because <laughs> a lot of people were like, hold on, Brian Stelter. Like you're characterizing it as an accident. This was really more of a choice, wouldn't you say? And some people were you know, even sometimes characterizing I it as I a I accidentally
1: masturbate all the time. That is crazy talk. That's crazy talk. You don't accidentally do that. <laughs> you know, I was I was out. I w- stepped off the curb, and all of a sudden, I was masturbating. That is ridiculous. <laughs> An accident.
2: It, Holy this cow. is like it, it, it's the most amazing th- that people can defend this guy. But it goes to show you how corrupt and morally bankrupt yes, the media is. You could. Th- they have- don't think like. Is this like something happens on every CNN Zoom call? Like, are there people, like, doing that on every CNN Zoom call? And that's why Brian Stelter doesn't think it's a big deal because, well, you know, I know, like, seven guys that do it every time we're there. I mean, he, it's hard not to, when when you're surrounded by, so, you know, the female talent at right, CNN, to not do that on your but Zoom he,
1: call. He, this was for the Atlantic, and they were wargaming in smaller groups on what's going to happen on the election. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, can you not can you just keep your hands off yourself for a few minutes while you're working can Pol- you do that polls and election law get him very, very hot. excited very hot <laughs> very hot yeah, and very, very excited hot. i'm just checking the polls a- <laughs> or at least one of them
0: <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna file this under conversations i never expected to have with my, my boss and robino you know. okay yeah. we're gonna
2: go to the <laughs> How do, you, how do you not talk
0: about this? just do this and So this is an interesting story. The Department of Justice filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google after conducting a lengthy investigation into the tech giant. They allege that they've engaged in anti-competitive practices to protect its search and search advertising businesses. Um, And this is from sources identified only as senior DOJ officials. They're saying Google has frozen out competitors through contracts between the tech giant and browsers with carriers, with uh, mobile phone manufacturers that give Google prime standing as the default search engine across a variety of platforms to bar any of their competitors from competing against them. Um, now, Google searches, they they make up about 80% of the queries in the United States. But Google argues, or they have in the past anyway, that billions of people are choosing to use its product every day, and that's evidence of their competitive edge. It's not a
1: monopoly. Yeah, right. Um, here's, the, here's the thing. What was the guy's name, Schmidt, that ran Google? Steve for, Schmidt. Steve Schmidt. Mm-hmm. I had him on with me. I did an hour with him on television, and I drilled down into him on uh, Google did the same thing with Ray Kurzweil on their algorithms. And I said, so let me ask you a question. You're Google, I wanna build a competitor, but I'm Googling things and I'm looking things up and I'm comparing online and you have the access to watch me and follow me. You're gonna see I'm working on something to be better than you. Why wouldn't you just stop me or beat me? because you have all the money in the world. The answer? Oh, because we never would. We would never do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. All right, well, okay, well, if I have your word- right. The honor then I'm, then I'm okay. It's, it's they, they have been the Wild West for a very long time. They can crush anyone, anyone, um, they are more influential and more powerful. The only thing I've always heard this about founding fathers. Well, they couldn't have imagined a bazooka. No, but they had a cannon. You know, um, the only thing that I think the founders didn't foresee is a company that could be bigger and more powerful and more dangerous than a king.
0: So do you think that the government should be the one to step in and break Google up?
2: I, I hate regulation. I hate antitrust laws. I mean, it's something that I that I always have. But th- there gets to be a point when you're controlling the information that people get, and that th- th- maybe they need to be broken up. I mean, th- there's, there's competitors. I've tried DuckDuckGo. I've tried other things. Things not, not bad. Things not bad. When Google came out, I mean, we had, you had AltaVista, which was a digital product, and you had a couple of other ones, and they weren't really good. I mm-hmm. mean, they weren't. Google was really. Good, but Google for the things that we do becomes hard now, right? Like if you try to, if you try to look up things, um, somebody told me about another um, Hunter um, child support case. Mm-hmm. I tried to look that up on Google. Like I'm like Hunter, New York City child support minus stripper minus, Mm. you know, all of minus Ukraine, minus all the things, it was still only showing me stories of the recent stuff. They're they're hugely based on recency. To go back and look for stuff is, is virtually impossible on their system.
1: Google, what people don't understand is Ray Kurzweil started his university, Singularity University with Google Because Google was the only one that had the information Google was collecting information and not to make money by selling the information but to grab the information to be able to have artificial intelligence. So that's their real goal, is to think like you, predict you, be able to predict everything and create artificial intelligence that is more more powerful than all of the brains connected alive today. It's a very dangerous thing. And if you can't trust them with the news, you certainly cannot trust them with AI.
0: Right, with your information. Well, I want to finish on a good news story. Um, Charges against a Michigan barber, he gained national attention because he was defying Governor Gretchen Whitmer's coronavirus lockdown orders. He had a barber shop. He's 77 years old. And uh, Mr. Mankey said, there's no way I'm closing. He said, I'm gonna keep my shop open till Jesus comes. And he said the state could not take away his livelihood. So they, they did drop the charges against him. He said, it's definitely a weight off my shoulders. I just wanna earn a living. I'm not a health threat. To anyone that's
1: like a six month process for him <laughs> that guy as well while, we, while we have lost six months of our lives and our and much of our fortune and business and everything we worked for he also lost much of his peace I mean I I just think there is a a, a lawsuit of biblical proportions uh, that could be lodged against this government They do not have the right to take without remuneration. Mm -hmm. Where is the remuneration? Where is it?
2: You're going to see those. It, it, It literally, and I think the Massachusetts case that's before the Supreme Court in Massachusetts has that as part of it. If you're shutting down a business, it is a taking. It is. It is a taking under the law, and people need to be paid for. And I think the reason that he got off is because of that Supreme Court case in michigan that said all of the rules were illegal Mm -hmm. i mean that's all his like he could say that he's like i'm citing this from the newspaper it's illegal
0: well i will say they do still have a complaint against his license that's pending and they're asking the michigan attorney general to dismiss that as well so we hope that happens for him because mr he's a good guy yeah a super nice guy hard worker so we're happy to hear that those charges have been dropped all right we got to go to break we'll be right back
2: That brings up why you need a license.
0: All right, I want to give you the results from our poll question from yesterday, which was, will the latest Hunter Biden corruption scandal force Joe Biden (laughs) to drop out of the
2: 2020
0: race? No. 79% of you said no. 21% of you said yes. So I don't know if that's like wishful thinking. Yeah, good for you. (laughs) Keep hope
1: alive. Keep hope alive.
0: (laughs) Now, today's question, if you're voting for Trump, are you a vocal supporter or part of the silent majority? is a tough one because i feel like there are a lot of people who friends of mine also who feel like they they don't want to say anything too much because they're worried about losing their jobs
1: do you guys have you guys watched yellowstone
0: i haven't but I heard it's good oh it's
1: so good it's so good and there's a character in it and i'm not gonna bore you with the details but this character in it beth and she just doesn't give a crap about anything she'll kick your butt she's great my wife been watching Yellowstone and one day she's walking around the house and she's wearing boots and she's like, Beth is my role model. One of the first things she did, Trump pants on the back of her and she's like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Go ahead, bring it on.
0: (laughs) It's so nice when you see that though because I think when you see people that are vocal about whoever they support in a respectful way, you kind of go, I want to be like that, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: and I think the one, the one data point that's interesting in all of the polling is when people are polled, they still think their neighbor's gonna vote for Trump, and they still, they, they, they won't say they're gonna vote for Trump, but yeah, I think my neighbor's gonna vote for Trump, and I think Trump's gonna win the election, which is interesting compared to what they're telling people. I mean, I- in the polling, I'll be honest, somebody calls me to poll, I'm gonna lie about being a member of the media, because they asked that as a screening mm-hmm. question, and I'm gonna tell you I'm voting for Joe Biden. Because I, I hate you so much. Like, 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 I want them to be wrong so much. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that are like me I that do exactly might do that. Exactly the yeah. same thing if they
1: called me. Yeah. For the same reason. Yeah. I, I despise them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why
2: it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.